Welcome to Exploring Sacred Spaces, a Pardes mini-podcast series featuring the Maggid of Melbourne, Rabbi Dr. Levy Cooper. Throughout this series, the Maggid of Melbourne will be taking us on an exploration of synagogue architecture and what makes physical space fit for sacred action. And now, here's the Maggid of Melbourne himself, Levy Cooper. This is Levy Cooper coming to you from Tsur Hadassah. Recently, one of the people from my shul's leadership asked me whether in the new building there will be a Zecher Lechurban, a memorial for the destruction. What was she referring to? The sages decreed after the destruction of the Second Temple that when a person builds his house, he should leave an ama al ama, one cubit by one cubit, which is about half a meter by half a meter, without plaster. And that way the person will remember that as long as the house of the nation is not complete, referring to the Beit HaMikdash, similarly, an individual's home is also incomplete. And this unplastered, unfinished area should be in a prominent place, ideally opposite the entrance, so that as soon as we walk into the home, we would immediately see this Zecher Lechurban. And the question that I was asked was, does this rule also apply to communal buildings, synagogues, batei midrash, or is it a rule only for a private home? Rav Yosef Karo in the Shulchan Aruch, he writes the following. Once the temple was destroyed, the sages decreed, that is the sages in that very generation, that we do not build a structure that is entirely plastered and decorated like a king's palace. Rather, a person should cover his home with tar, and plaster it with plaster, and the person should leave a space of one cubit by one cubit opposite the entrance that has no plaster. And one of the commentators, the Magen Avraham, noted that the Shulchan Aruch used the term Beito, his home. And the Magen Avraham suggested that from this we can see that the rule applies only to private homes and not to synagogues and not to Batei Midrash. And the Magen Avraham further added that indeed this is the prevalent custom. It's not just the Magen Avraham who said this. This appears also in the 18th century in a work known as Markevet HaMishnah by Rav Aaron Alfandri, who was born in Izmir in the year 1701 and passed away in Hebron in 1774. And in his work, Yad Avraham, he also notes 
that this rule of leading, leaving a zecher l'churban is for private homes. And there are many decisors that ruled in the same way. Uh, Rabbi Yaakov Chaim Sofer in his Kafa Chaim, the Mishnah Brura, Rav Chaim Palaji in his Chuvot Lev Chaim, and the Minchas Elozar, Rav Chaim Elozar Shapira of Munkach. Amongst contemporary poskim, the current Sephardi chief rabbi, Rav Yitzchak Yosef, in his magnum opus, Yalkut Yosef, a fantastic codification, he also rules that the requirement to leave a Zecher L'Churban is a requirement on private homes, not public buildings. As opposed to this prevalent opinion, there were authorities who felt that also in a synagogue there should be a Zecher L'Churban. And we find this opinion particularly amongst the medieval authorities from Ashkenaz, like Maharam Mirutenberg and Rav Yosef Yuzpahan Norlingen from Frankfurt der Main, in his responsa, Yosef Ometz. And amongst contemporary authorities, we also find rulers, decisors who say that we should leave a Zecher in our synagogues. I mentioned that the current Sephardi chief Rabbi Rav Yitzchak Yosef ruled that we don't need to leave such a Zecher And surprisingly, the person who said exactly the opposite, or at least intimated that we should leave a Zecher is none other than the current chief Sephardi rabbi's father, the previous chief Sephardi rabbi, Rav Ovadia Yosef. He brings uh, the various opinions, and from his words, it sounds like he suggests that we should be stringent and leave an unplastered area in our synagogues as well. And that's what he writes in his Chazon Ovadia. The question is, therefore, how should we rule? Should we adopt the opinion of Rav Ovadia Yosef and leave a Zecher Or should we adopt the opinion of Rav Yitzchak Yosef and not be concerned about this with regard to synagogues and Batei Midrash? So I think one way to solve this question is to have a look and see what is the prevalent custom. Do people indeed leave unplastered areas in synagogues that are exactly opposite the entrance? Well, I'd be interested to hear from you, my dear listeners, what happens in your synagogue. But from synagogues that I've seen, it seems that the, the people are not particular to design a prominent area op- opposite the entrance that doesn't have plaster zecher l'churban in honor in memory of the destruction of the temple. And this follows the opinion of the current Sephardi chief rabbi, Rav Yitzchak Yosef. Having said that, it often seems that the constructors, the builders, they rule like Ravovaj Yosef, and they seem to often be able to leave something that has not been completed, something that is unplastered, something that still needs to be done even once the building is complete. So. 
in all likelihood, while we won't be leaving here in Saradasa an area that is one ama by one ama, a cubit by a cubit, opposite the door, I imagine that by the time we move into our building, there will still be areas that will remind us of the distraction and that our national home isn't built. And as we walk into our synagogue, we will certainly remember the temple and the destruction as well. I would just perhaps add that we should focus on how lucky we are as we construct our buildings in our homeland, whether we're talking about the Pardes new Beit Midrash or Maishul here in Sur Hadassah. This is a dream that our ancestors could only imagine, barely imagine, and here we are realizing those dreams. That's all for now. Until the next time, to the Beit Midrash! Thank you for joining us for Exploring Sacred Spaces, a Pardes podcast production featuring the Magid of Melbourne, Levy Cooper. If you like what you just heard, please give us a five-star review wherever you download your podcasts. Follow us on your favorite streaming platform or subscribe to our newsletter to receive Pardes Torah direct to your inbox. Thanks for listening.